You guys always know that I'm running around, doing something, always working on projects or on things or on this podcast, constantly running out of time. A good way to keep track of your time is a good watch. For a great watch, great fashion, their hoodies are comfortable, everything, go to Kingsman. You'll be treated like a proper gentleman. Ladies and gentlemen of the podcast world, this is Sean with the Seancast. Um, I actually wanted to take some time to let you guys know I love podcasts. Like, I love listening to a bunch of different things. One of the things that uh, me and my buddy Aaron are now doing is uh, is a podcast called Our Corner, where we go over a lot of influences from um, different pop culture and how they affect society and how they affect everything like that. So join us at Our Corner podcast we'd love to have you there warning the following podcast contains vulgar and offensive language listener discretion is advised welcome guys from the podcast world this is sean with the seancast I'm uh, actually it's gonna be a brief episode this time. I'm back in the studio with uh, Gintech. We're doing a few things um, here and there with projects that we're uh, also working on, um, either together or separate. I'm sorry, either together or separate. Uh, we're just uh, kind of experimenting with more things, but we're briefly gonna go over the fights that happened uh, last night uh, for UFC Fight Nights with Blades versus Aspinall. It's Tom Aspinall versus uh, Curtis Blades. Just quickly breaking down some of the fights. Um, the card was overall eh, not that impressive. Um, There's just a few things that I really wanted to show out there. Um, the fight with uh, Nikita Krylov and Alexander Gustafsson, uh, the returning vet. I wanted to go over that one. The ever-popular Patty Pimblett going against Jordan Levitt. And then obviously Curtis Blades and Tom Aspinall for the main event. So first, um, dude, I was looking back at um, previous fight nights and previous things with Alexander Gustafson. When he came back, he had been a light heavyweight contender for a very long time in the 205 division. And then he tried to step it up and do um, heavyweight. Well, that didn't really work out for him. He ended up retiring and leaving the UFC altogether and then came back. This was his debut as... Um, a 205er again back in the light heavyweight division just a debut from his retire um he did not look good dude he did not he uh he kept getting rocked he kept getting uh hit by Krylov the whole time it was um it was just an over dominating fight by Krylov i don't think there was and i and i really love Gustafsson but i don't think there was any real redeeming qualities it it seems like he needs to be like his legs are still there. He's still able to deliver a good amount of damage, but I think that he needs to go back to the drawing board because even his two year absence, I think the, the fight game has now evolved a little bit more to where he's a little outdated. Um, was this like a last minute fight? No, this was a planned oh, that's, fight. Yeah, that's bad. Yeah, it was a planned fight. He went through uh, a few weeks of training, which is just standard. And he was the guy that went against John Jones for the title and okay. gave John Jones a really big problem. And coming back, he's just looking at Krylov, and he, my God, he did not look good. That's he, not good. Yeah, no, he looks like he's just out of his element, and he's not really back in the game. And 
he was doing great as coaching, uh, being a, a little bit of a of a helper here and there, and maybe that's just where he needs to stay, stay and go back because it's just it just doesn't look good for him. And he's a good fighter, he's a good vet, and Nikita Krylov, like everyone wrote him off and was telling him, hey, you know, you're not gonna beat Alexander Gustafson. There's no way you're gonna go through it. He's a monster, and Gustafson is a monster, but Krylov did everything exactly down to a T he needed to do. He uh, focused on his uh, on his stand-up game, knowing that Alexander Gustafsson is very, you know, down-based. He works a lot on his ground game. Um, he kept the fight standing up. He kept, uh, you know, going after him, and that put him in a corner, and that's exactly what you needed to beat him. He did everything, like, straight up how it should have been. Mm. And then... And then we go ahead and um, and we go ahead and move to the next fight. Um, the one that is uh, is the one that I'm going to be spending a lot of time on is the Patty Pimblett fight versus Jordan Levitt. Now, Patty Pimblett, this is his third fight in the UFC ever. This is his third fight in the UFC. It's a have, have you seen the Irish kid, the one with the weird bowl cut, a blonde guy? No, no. I'm sure if I'm sure if you I'm, if I'm sure seen, if I saw it, I, I would yeah. know who it was. So he has a really funny accent. He's really uh Is he the guy that like eats all the time? Yeah. Okay, that's him. Yeah. yeah. So a lot of people uh that was part of the big question cuz I don't know if you want to google him and look, but the comparison between Patty Pimblett before the fight, like right before the fight and to like 3 months ago is drastic. Like he was all pudgy and was eating and everything. Now he's just like yeah, and now he's lean and he's all cut and he's ready for the fight. He even had an iconic moment in the fight conference when they were doing the weigh-in and all the experts, all the MMA people were like, there's no way he can be that out of shape and still be ready for a fight by this day. Like He's going to call off. He's not going to make weight. The fight's going to get postponed for whatever re reason or he's going to suffer an injury. And sure enough, he gets on the scale. He measures at 156, which is the weight. So he's all happy and he gets off. And he drops his shorts in the middle of the weigh-in press conference and says, to all the experts who doubted that I would get here or that the fight would be called off, you can kiss my ass. And he slaps his ass and walks off. I was like, this motherfucker. And he proved a lot of people wrong because he made the weight. He was able to perform and he ended up, um, what is it, Some, uh, submitting Jordan Levitt um, with like a rear naked choke in round two. Uh, two minutes, 40 second, 46 seconds in. So he was able to finish up, like he said, and he proved the pretty much all the experts wrong because they were they didn't think he was going to win, let alone make weight. And he, he fucked them up pretty bad. Now, for Jordan Levitt, a lot of people are losing their stock in Jordan Levitt, and I don't think that's the case. I think Jordan Levitt did a great job for what he could do with Patty Pimblett. I, I think he did exactly what he should have and was going at a good pace maybe a little fast i would say but i think he went at a good pace and was able to keep patty at least you know at bay for a little bit now when the fight was over we realized and uh patty pimblet let us know that he was going through some emotional shit that happened five minutes before the weigh-in um he was given the news that his uh friend committed suicide oh yeah yeah. That'll do it. Yeah. Five minutes before the fight or f before the weigh-in, he was told that his friend committed suicide just from, you know, just depression and all that stuff. Like, and at the end, he he said his message where he, 
if, if you're a man and you have baggage, reach out to someone, talk to someone. He's like, I'd rather have my mate crying on my shoulder than going to his fucking funeral next week. It's like all that pressure. And he was still able to perform. He was able to still able to have a happy face to the press conference. Oh yeah. He won. Okay. He, he won with no problem. He just apologized for the first round. He's like, I told you guys I was going to get him out in the first round. I'm, I'm just not here today. So I came in refocused, did what I needed to do and finished him up and got him out here. Cause now I'm going to go eat cause he doesn't eat. He starves himself. And then at the end of the fight, he eats like one of those big ass, like challenge large pizzas by himself. Uh, nope. <laughs> Can't do that. Nope. I would, I, I would even have that like nice feeling like, Oh, I'm full. I'd be so sick. Yeah. Like halfway through. It's like, I'm, I'm done. And he just puts it away like slice after slice. He's doing he's doing the the conference and they're asking him about stuff and he has his mouth full of like fucking pizza. Yeah, yeah I saw I saw some. I, that must be him then because that's what I saw. Yeah, because he was just sitting there eating. Yeah, that's all he does. He just eats. He loves it, but he says like he has a very weird uh, relationship with the UFC because the UFC expects him to to do like la- last minute fights or short notice fights. And he's like, no, you guys are not paying me enough to do, you know, short notice fights. And it's not because they don't pay appropriately. It's because Patty Pimblett makes millions on the endorsements and all that stuff that he doesn't give a fuck. Like you can't, you can't beat the pay he's getting to make him do what you want. And he's like, yeah, I don't have to do that. I'm going to get fat. And when you schedule me for fights, fuck it, I'll take it. And I'll lose my weight on my terms and whatever, but I'm not going to be called for a short notice fight because I'm going to tell you, go fuck off. And that's fair. Yeah. Why is he going to sacrifice extra for for people who don't pay him adequately or what he feels is not adequate enough for him? Because he's a – you didn't see the fight, but literally everybody in the stadium was cheering for him. Yeah, and so we're saying, oh, Patty the Batty. Like, that's his money. That's what yeah. he does. Yeah, sorry about the noise in the background. That's my dog. What That's the fuck is going on? No, we're good. <laughs> sorry about that, guys. Um, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, anyway. no, he, he was just excited. He, yeah. he likes UFC. He likes UFC. He, he likes Patty the Batty. Patty the Batty's his favorite fucking yep. fighter. No, but seriously, he did a lot of stuff. And then going back to Jordan Levitt, I don't think he lost stock. I think he did everything he needed to do. And he showed that he's a good contender, but he's still no match for Patty the Batty. But he's exactly where he needs to be. And I say if you like Jordan Levitt, keep going and keep following his career because I think Jordan Levitt is going to do a lot of good shit. But Patty is just on another level. He's like an Adesanya right now or like one of those one of those ultra champions like he's going to get there and there's no doubt that Patty's going to get the title but don't lose faith on Jordan Levitt because I think he'll I think he's still going to surprise someone great style great technique um like the fighter enjoy watching him fight um nothing's ever boring to me with Jordan but yeah you can't compare to Patty the Patty I'm sorry man like you can't and then I've gotten questions um just from friends people that I talk to even forums that I'm part of they ask me like you know where do you think it's where do you think it's going to go with Patty the Batty and like I just said I think he's going to be champion I think if he loses his uh contention of ever being a champion he's either going to go to 1FC which is you know not bad or he's going to be stuck at Bellator but if he goes to Bellator it's going to end up being a good thing for Bellator because they're going to have a superstar but 
if he goes to one FC, I don't think much changes for him. He's still going to get a championship. He's still going to get a title. And he's still going to be one of the baddest motherfuckers out there. What I would like to see from Patty the Batty is a fight with a more ranked contender. I want to see him in the top 10. I think seeing Patty the Batty in the top 10, even in the top 5, is going to be a good move for them. But I know that he needs to take his time. And he needs to be able to eliminate. Because... It's the age-old adage with the UFC. The UFC is supposed to be the best of the best, and a lot of fighters are champions in their other leagues, and then all of a sudden they get to the UFC, and it doesn't cut it. Like we saw that with Ben Askren. We saw that with just a lot of people that have come over from other sides, and they're like, yeah, you know, I, I hate to put it this way, but even Michael Chandler. Like Michael Chandler was all hype for a while, and he's good. He's a great fighter. I love Michael Chandler. I think with some refining, he can be champion too, but ultimately he came from another promotion, came to the UFC and realized that his skills still fall a little short of what he needs to be. Not for the UFC, but to be the championship level that he is. And he'll get there, but it's going to take some time. And I think that's what we're seeing with Patty. He's showing that he's good. He's showing that he has skill, but he hasn't reached the top 10, top five people to where you can really say, hey, he's going to fucking make it far. Yeah, but how how old is he? Uh, Patty? I Actually, I is don't he know. Like, is he is he pretty young? He looks. Yeah, young. he's 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 super okay, young. So he has time. It's not. Yeah. He's not. You know, thirty five, uh, and it's right. like, bro, you need to. You got to step it up, or you're done. Like, right. This he's is, not that point but yet. That's that's good. Maybe he can. Yeah, I think he's. I I I don't think he's too too old. I think he had oldest. He's like thirty two, but he's not that that old to where you're like, uh, you're not gonna make well, it. I mean, I'm I'm not even that big of a fan, but. When I see, like, certain guys get in the ring, it's like, dude, you need to be done. Like, yeah. your, your body looks old. Like, even though you're ripped, you look old. And it's like, uh, like, maybe they're great, but you're not going to be doing this for much longer. You're gonna, you need to start figuring out who you're going to train. Right. Like, start, Who's going like, to be the next guy. Like, not, and it's not even being mean. It's just like, dude... It's for yourself. It's. It, I'm worried about you. Yeah, and your safety after this, right? Because you see a lot of instances like that where a lot of fighters now, as they're getting older, they're getting you know injured CTE. more often. CTE. You start getting all that. Like a lot of people are surprised that Conor McGregor broke his leg, and I'm like, why are you surprised? He's he's an older guy. Yeah, like he's, he's getting older. That's like not, I understand. He probably needs to drink more milk. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> He's That's supposed to be coming back mean. way like, thicker before. Yeah, but it, it, he needs to be careful. Yeah. Like, yeah, I agree with it. That, and there's a lot of people like we saw, what is it? A few weeks ago, we saw, uh, you remember Cowboy, right? Cowboy mm -hmm. Cerrone. He just retired. Yeah. And they asked him why. And he's like, I just don't love it anymore. And I think that's what happens to a lot of fighters, that they lose the love for the sport or the love what they have. And they have no way of replacing it. Because some people go into commentary. Some people do podcasts. Some people do whatever but i think those people that fall out of love with it and end up retiring are the people who finally found something that they replaced yeah. and yeah. they did it for so long because they couldn't find it uh how many people do you know where it's like yeah, yeah i love fighting but then i had my kid yeah and then uh, all of a sudden i didn't want to fight anymore right it that doesn't mean oh they're not a real fight it's like no they they realized oh shit i have to have a life after this my, my life, life doesn't end at 35. I'm actually going to have to figure out how to maintain. Right. Maintain everything. 
because right now at uh, like the thing that i like to say about people who fight and everything like that and, like even fighters in general you're fighting for yourself until like you said you have a kid you have a family then you're fighting for them at that point you can no longer take damage like you used to because yeah you're depleting the resource that you, they have in you you almost owe it to them not right. to do that right you almost owe it to them and that's where i think a lot of fighters get stuck and they get trapped in this box where they're like should i move forward and make myself happy or should i do this and possibly make myself miserable and it's not until they get into that last fight that they're like i'm not happy here bro and like there's no way that's fair though like if you're not if you know hey i'm not a championship contender i'm the middle guy i'm the guy who always fight i'll do well but i'm never i can't i know i can't beat this guy cool then yeah if you have a family focus on that but if you're like I'm a John Jones. I'm yeah. I am the best Ultra champion. Yeah, go for it. Yeah, I, but it's like go for it, but also remember. Yeah, yeah. You don't 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 be like I'm gonna go for it and then have a kid or do all. This. It's like, what are you doing? Right. What you didn't know? Yeah, you didn't know like, you're gonna have to do this. Like, like what what did you expect? And and that's what Cowboy went through. And I think um, before that, I think Korean Zombie went through that too. They were like. Because Korean Zombie is one of my favorite one of my favorite guys, and I'm gonna tell you, I don't even remember his real name because nobody goes by his real name. Everybody in the UFC goes by his real name except for Korean Zombie. He goes by the Korean Zombie. Wouldn't it be funny if if I know it? That would be so, somehow that's the only guy I know. That's the only guy you remember. <laughs> no, and like he came out like even in the UFC rosters, like when you look it up on Google and you look up Fight Night Tonight, it says the Korean Zombie. Like nobody goes by his name, but. That guy was one of my favorite fighters for a very long time. Like, I, I loved watching him fight. But he was never, like, champion material. He was going to be the middle guy. Same thing with Cowboy Cerrone. Great fighter. Great aggression. He was never going to be a champion. Like, there was no way. And, and I think part of them, like, you have to realize it at some point. Because if you don't, you're kind of dumb. Like, yeah. yeah, I get it. Like, oh, always shoot for the championship. I get that. You have to. In that kind of sport, you have to go yeah. for it. Fine. But when, like, everyone's like, dude, if you go to that fight, you are going to die. And it's not, oh, you're just, you just hate me. You're, they're like, no. You might not you're make not it You're not on out. a different, they're on a different level and they're 10 years younger than you. They can hit, they might not hit as hard as you, but they can swing way more times before they get tired. Yeah, to the point where the where the fight with Korean Zombie, we're getting off track of the fights, but I'll get back to that. But the Korean Zombie fight, which was his last fight, you see, um, what is it? You see the champion, Volkov, looking at the guy going like, I don't want to hit, I don't him, anymore. hit him anymore. Yeah. His kids are watching, like, can we just stop? And he, the ref is just looking at him like, come on. And he's like, Fuck, all right. And so he has not, to keep hitting him. This isn't a fight. Like, yeah, this isn't a fight anymore. Like, I'm not beating him. I'm literally butchering the guy. Like, just stop it. This isn't a UFC fight. This is a fight. And yeah. I'm just hurting this man. Please, I like, don't. Just stop just, it. Yeah. And he and he was able to provoke the stop. He was like, all right, I provoked the stop. That's cool. And he hugged him and they did all that. And then the the devastation because i don't even think uh the korean i don't think it was planned that korean zombie was going to retire 
but it was just so it was so bad because they gave him the mic and he's like i'm not a champion and Aww. the crushing defeat that he had it, it's like it was he had the realization at the wrong time where yeah. if he had had before like hey i don't want to do this fight cool i'm retiring done he had to get the crap kicked out of him yeah and then just he was like, to realize oh no i didn't have to do all this like, yeah I'm not a champion. I didn't have to do it. And I think the fact that they gave him the championship shot at the end was kind of like, not a dick move, but I think for him it was like, finally, all my hard work paid off. When in their eyes, is leave. Yeah, just leave, bro. Just you gotta see, go, man. Like, see, we yeah. told you. We not... gave you the shot. Yeah. Like, and I don't see the UFC or Dana as bad for doing that. I kind of saw it as like, if we don't do this, he's going to cling on to hope that he can make it and he's going to go past his years. And he'll, yeah, he'll he'll die in the ring. Yeah. Or something will happen. Or something really bad. Maybe not die, but something really bad. I've seen it where it's like, dude, retire. And he's just out there swinging. It's like, I I get it. I'm I'm happy for you, but you're going to catch a punch and you're not going to get back up. Remember when we were watching the Ferguson Gaethje fight and the guy looked like a zombie and we're like, I was screaming. I was like, bro, just stop the fight. Just stop the fight. It's not fair. Yeah. It wasn't. Yeah. I'm watching this dude lose years of his life. Please. Yeah. Just just stop stop. the fight. Yeah. Yeah. It was terrible. And you get to that point, but I think, I think Patty has a long time before that. I think even Jordan going back to the fight, I think they have a long time, but I think it's going to get to that point. But Jordan, I see him kind of as a middle guy. I don't really see him going for the championship yet, but he's still new, so I don't yeah, – you, you, you never, you never know. know. You never know. There's still All time. of a sudden, how many, how many fights have you seen where one swing, all of a sudden this dude went from he lost the entire fight to he is now the champion of the world. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's, mm-hmm. it's just it's, Remember the guy, the Derek Lewis, where my balls are hot? He yeah. was losing the whole fight, and he knocked him out. My balls is hot. Yeah, my balls is hot. Now, the last... <laughs> We're going to talk about this one very briefly because it was a 15-second fight. Ah, okay. So it went it went all rounds? All rounds. All yep. the, Almost decision. Almost decision. So in this almost decision fight... Three-second rounds. Go. <laughs> in this almost decision fight, Curtis Blades went against uh, Tom Aspinall. The problem is Tom Aspinall... Well, they're calling it a hyperextension, but I think he straight up broke his leg. I Oof. He broke his leg at the tibia, at the Ow. top of the tibia. You could see it go in when he hits Curtis Blades. It goes inward. and uh, I, I always feel was bad for those guys. Cause yeah. it's like, imagine being the other guy. It's like, dude, I didn't want to win like this. Yeah. I didn't want to win because you got injured. Yeah, I didn't Curtis Blades because I hands up in the air. You. He yeah. was like, uh, I don't know what happened. He broke. Like, he broke. I didn't break him. He broke. Yeah. Like, and that's and that's the thing where I, lo- I think a lot of people think that maybe um, people cheat like when when they break their legs. Like a lot of people think that. I think that's why Curtis Blades' reaction was like, hey, I didn't do anything. Like that wasn't me. I, I, I don't know. To be at that level, you have to want to fight uh-huh. to, to do that. And I don't know. I would just – I would feel like that. I'd be like – what? No. Yeah. No, 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 no. You trained no, for six months. You, you did all this. He didn't lose. This isn't fair. Let's do this again. Like, I. Yeah. that's how I'd be. And a lot of those guys are like that. And the problem is that an injury like that, like, we've seen we've seen injuries pretty bad. Even, like, Conor McGregor, which there's still a lot of doubt on. But injuries specifically like this, like, you've seen Chris Weidman, who ironically also did that to Anderson Silva. 
Like Anderson Silva fought Chris Weidman and broke his leg. Then Chris Chris Weidman fought another guy and broke his leg the exact same way that Anderson Silva did. And so far, none of those fighters have been the same. Like, it's rough, dude. It's rough getting that. It's got to be, I mean, one, yeah, the bone breaking, but two, like the rehab, you can't do anything. You can't be like, all right, I'm going to go do jumping jacks or I'm going to go run. Get off the leg, you idiot, or your bone will fuse wrong, and then you're in a worse position. And not just that, because these guys depend on the check sometimes. Like, you have to be a year off, and maybe that's fine. Maybe you're okay. And then right after the year, instead of, hey, I'm going to slowly start walking back and going to the gym and rehabbing, they they are like, yeah, they're like, hey, I have to start training because I'm not going to be ready for this fight. That's why a lot of people who are making the assumption of, like, uh, Conor McGregor, they're like, oh, well, he's going to come back and he's going to be ruined. It's like, I'm not 100%. I don't think he's going to win, but I don't think he's going to be ruined from his leg because he had the rehab time. And he's also a millionaire. So he doesn't but need to th- that's, that's jump back That's where I think it. that he isn't going to do well. Not, not because, because he can't, but it's literally, if you've seen the Rocky movies, it's what, Rocky Three, where he doesn't have the heart. Like, yeah, he doesn't have the heart to do he, it anymore. Because... No, I agree. Got what he wanted. I like, agree. Like, that's, that's, that's that's what Connor is fighting. He's not just fighting the dude. He's fighting like, bro, I could just hang out and make money off my... What is he still have his whiskey or not? No, no, he sold it okay. a long time ago. But he had the money. Like, yeah. his kids are fine. And he's, he's still the spokesperson his, of this, though. Yeah, but, like, his wife is okay. Yeah. His He has a Lamborghini okay. yacht. Yeah. Like, like what? It, it's a lot easier to be like... I'm going in the gym because my son can't. I, I had to feed him ramen every day. Yeah, I'm going in the gym. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'm winning. That and that's part. why I think he's gonna lose. But I think when it comes to the recovery of his leg, he's gonna be fine. I think he's just gonna lose. I think he doesn't it's gonna be everything that. else. Yeah, that's. Uh, yeah. The I, I think the only thing for him, it's not even his leg. I think is a problem because of his age. Oh yeah, it's not if he was. 10, 15 years younger. Oh, yeah. No. Yeah. No, you're no, no, off, absolutely. whatever. But it's like, dude, you, you actually probably need to take, like, like, I, I, and I don't even mean this to be mean. He needs to take extra calcium or something. Like, he has to keep that because yeah. it's just your age. It's yeah. not you. It's you're, you're not a bad fighter. You're, like, like you're just old. it's just, it's, your leg didn't snap just because you were using it. Your, your, your leg should be used to that. It's because of your age. Yeah. And I think he has something else, right? I I think he has like some, a... It's like a bone... Like thing. a bone degenerative That's, thing yeah. like on his like, dude, on his legs and dude, stuff. don't worry about fighting. Take care of that. Take yeah. care of your kid. You already did and it. I, yeah. yeah. You, you've proven whatever you need to prove. You were a double you champ it. champ. Like you you've it. beaten the best. You've been with the best. You've hung with the best. Even after you've retired, you fought with the best. Because yeah, like... You, you, you did it. Yeah. You, you did the thing. Like... Leave, yeah. like be it's gone, okay. do your thing. It's okay. If you want to keep that legacy of, oh, you're the badass Irish guy, you know more about fighting than anybody, you're the better fighter, train someone. Train someone and and raise someone else to be like, or raise or, someone else or, to be like, oh, it's like, you're the best. Khabib them. Yeah, Khabib like, them. This is my, these are all my guys. Yeah. See how they've destroyed all of you guys? Yeah. Told you. Yeah. Bet. Awesome. So now you know where I'm at. Like yeah, I'm way like, above that. That these guys that knew nothing are now above everybody. Like, 
and it doesn't mean you're weak. It has nothing to do with that. It's literally, dude. The next step, yeah. Be, yeah, like, be careful. Yeah, and it really is. And I don't know. I, I, I like I like, uh, I like Curtis Blades. Um, there's a few problems that I have with him, and overall, technically, he's a middle guy, and he's always going to be a middle guy, but I do like Curtis Blades. Um Tom Aspinall is a name I've heard for a while, uh, so I'm not surprised that all this is happening. It's one of those, you know, you get into the end type thing. Um, and I could be wrong. More than likely, I'm wrong. But I think Tom Aspinall is one of those people that is going to have to get out of here pretty soon. So is so is Curtis, Curtis Blades. I think, for the most part, Curtis Blades has done what he needs to do and for a for a crude way of saying it served his purpose, but I think it's also time for the, for them to go. But he, I, I think he looked great coming out. Even those 15 seconds, like it's really hard to say anything. I think they both look great coming out. It was just the unfortunate accident. Yeah, it happens. That's part of the sport. Yeah. And it could be that Tom Aspinall had a previous injury. So it's like, Oh, I had a previous injury. I came out in the fight. It exacerbated it and it fucking broke. Sorry. He doesn't know. Yeah. You don't know. All I know is that snaps like that are usually irre- like not repairable, and even if they are repairable successfully, and everything goes on the mend, you'll never be the same fighter. Is what I'm trying to see mean by unrecoverable? Like you'll never be the same fighter again. You'll never be able to use it again the way you did. But I don't know. Uh, we'll have to see. We'll have to see how that goes and everything like that. But and just keep keeping tabs with them. But like I said before, guys. It was going to be a short episode. I just kind of wanted to cover this. Uh, we have the next main UFC uh, coming up. It's going to be on July 30th. So tune in because more than likely that weekend we're going to have a fight night. And we'll probably report again on Sunday and post it up on Monday for you guys. But just to refresh you guys, it's going to be Amanda Nunez and Julia Pena. Brandon Moreno and then Kai Kara France. And then Derek Lewis versus uh, Sergey Pavlovich. Sorry about that. But, yeah, so looking forward to those three main fights. I know there's going to be a few things in here. I know we were looking uh, to see uh, Paulo Costo and Luke Rockhold, and we'll talk about it on that day, why it was canceled. And um, Anthony Smith, I'm I'm happy to see him back. So it's going to be – I think that card's going to be good. We'll see if it's going to be worth the 80 bucks that the UFC charges. I might just – obtain it by other means but we'll we'll see you guys later bye